Hello and thank you for listening. I am so excited to say that I now have a Patreon that you can go to. I'll make sure I include the information in the show notes. But I have multiple tiers you can choose from. $1, $3, and $5 tiers. The $1 Spooky Soul tier gives you access to an online Discord community that is filled with fellow spooky souls. If you want to talk about creepy, cozy things, you might be interested in that. The $2 Cryptid Creature tier lets you have that online community, as well as giving you early access to episodes, bonus content, and secret bonus content. And the $5 Kachu Cuddler tier, named after my fluffy, squish-faced kitty, lets you have that online community, early access to episodes, and the bonus material, but it also lets you suggest future episodes and I'll shout out your name during each episode. Thank you so much for your listenership and support, and I can't wait to talk to you more soon. Hello, and welcome to Creepy Core and Folklore, the show about creatures, encounters, old tales, and myths. I'm your host, Iona Wayland a dark fantasy author, mental health professional, and overall curious person. I want to join other spooky souls and hear about these unusual stories. Hello, spooky soul, and thank you for listening. Welcome, welcome. We have another listener story today. In case you don't know, I am having a merch sale this October. I'm releasing merch and I got to work with the designer of the Creepy Chord Folklore podcast art and he's amazing and he made three unique artworks and then plus a bunch of other stuff I put together for the merch sale. So I would love it if you checked that out. And I'm also on YouTube attempting to do a video a day for all 31 days of October. We will see how that goes. So if you need more spooky stuff in your life, you can check out my YouTube channel. And both of these things are the fun creative journeys I wanted to go on kind of to push myself out of my comfort zone this year. Because originally I wanted to release my sequel, but I wasn't able to because of physical restrictions and health and all sorts of fun life stuff, being a new parent, uh, juggling work. And I just have not been able to make sure that my sequel is the best work I could make. So instead, I'm focusing my energy on fun challenges I have for myself, like showing you some merch designs and trying to do a video day in October. But because I'm focusing on those, Every Monday, instead of a deep dive, I have been reading listener stories. So let's see what this spooky soul has to say. So this one is from Brianna. Um, It's funny because I asked her how to say her name and she said, everyone calls me Brianna, but I like that you called me Brianna. It makes me feel fancy. So I'm going to call you Brianna. (laughs) But two episodes ago, she was the one that wrote about that demon that lived in sort of that half basement area in her house. So if you're interested in that spooky tale, you can give that a listen if you haven't already. And she is a co-host of a really funny podcast called Smut Your Mouth, where they read erotica and they kind of like love it or razz on it or 
take certain quotes out of context and read it. And it's just really, really, really funny if you're interested in that kind of space and that kind of stuff because it's freaking hilarious, then you need to check them out. It's called Smut Your Mouth. Perfect title, honestly. But this is what she has to say. I have another freaky story, but that one is my sister's story and it's a bit more personal. Also, I want to give a trigger warning for end of life and suicidality. My sister let me know if she was comfortable with me sharing her experience and she said yes. She's very open about all of this, but you'll see why it's so sensitive. About a week after my 18th birthday, my 15-year-old cousin completed suicide. She was the same age as my younger sister, so even though we only saw one another a few times a year, they were still pretty close. It was a really traumatic time for all of us, and it still kind of hits me from from time to time that she's gone. Let's call her Ellie. My aunt was Ellie's grandma, and my parents visit them once in a while at their home in Ohio. The last time my parents were there visiting... My aunt gave my mom one of Ellie's stuffed animals to give to my sister. It was this lanky, large green frog with the eyes all scratched up and worn off. My mom, on her way home from Ohio, stopped by my sister's house in Milwaukee and dropped the frog off. My sister had no idea my mom was giving it to her, so she was taken aback and kind of speechless. The frog was in Ellie's room with her when she completed suicide, so just a lot of emotion surrounding it, you know? My sister put this frog in her spare bedroom, which she had to walk past every time she would go to her room, aka a constant reminder. Even though she passed away in 2008, something so unexpected like that resurfaced a lot of those feelings of loss for my sister. Right away, weird things started happening at her house. Every time she and her husband would leave the house, they'd come home to several kitchen cupboards open, and even the built-ins with latched doors would be wide open. This would also happen when they'd come downstairs each morning. Sometimes lights would also be turned on in several rooms. Just bizarre stuff. Then one night at around midnight, my sister and her husband were lying in bed just talking with the window closed no one else in the house, and suddenly they heard a giggle right next to their bed. She and her husband, who's a big skeptic, by the way, said it sounded like a little girl. I have goosebumps even writing this. My sister told our family about this when we were all at my parents' house for a cookout after a week, about a week after, and I told her, that's not Ellie. That's something that's attracted to to all the strong emotions surrounding that frog, and it's trying to trick you into thinking it's Ellie. I think you are so brilliant in these situations. I'm so, so sorry that you lost your cousin. And it's a really, really tragic and horrific, shocking way to lose somebody in your life. And so I'm really, really sorry that that happened. And I'm really sorry that Ellie was in a space where she felt so hurt. So I also love that you knew deep in your gut, just like the other time at your old house, that this was not her, but it was someone trying to trick her because that's just not, it's like those inappropriate, super vulnerable, fragile times in someone's life when it seems like whether it's paranormal or human beings that, not gonna lie, kind of suck, just kind of come out of the woodwork and try and take advantage of those vulnerable moments. So I'm really thankful that 
you could be kind of an extra set of logical reasoning for your sister. You said, that's not Ellie. That's something that's attracted to all the strong emotions surrounding that frog and is trying to trick you into thinking it's Ellie. I think it was something that thought perhaps Ellie was a little girl, but Ellie was actually 15. We looked up some of the ways to get rid of possessed slash haunted items and deduced the best course of action for them would to be go home, act completely normal, talk normal, etc., but don't acknowledge the frog. While doing so, use a blanket, i.e. don't touch it with your bare hands, to pick up the frog and put it in the back of the car. Keep talking normal, act like everything's totally fine, and then drive by to a body of water, a river, and toss it over the edge into the moving water. I hate it because, I mean, technically it's litter, but apparently it's one of the best ways to remove it. I guess you can also leave it slash bury it at a crossroads and it confuses the entity. So anyway, they did exactly as planned and everything in the house went back to normal. She said there was a heaviness she didn't notice had been there since our mom brought the frog over, but that it was gone when they got home. I've asked the pendulum board about it and it says it was an evil entity that wanted to do her and her husband harm, which I don't doubt. Yikes. I am so thankful you wrote that in. Another chilling tale, but I love that you and your sister were willing to share that, especially something so difficult because it's easy to get wrapped up in grief and shock and loss and be in those vulnerable moments and then not second guess some of the negative stuff coming into your life, kind of like wolf in sheep's clothing again kind of thing. So thank you so much for writing that in and thank you for sharing that story. I love that you're a spooky soul and thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. Thanks to all you spooky souls out there for listening to Creepy Core and Folklore. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok if you're looking for more uncanny content. If you have your own tales to tell, you can email creepycoreandfolklore at gmail.com. If you liked this, please leave a review wherever you get your podcasts or tell a friend who might enjoy these stories to spread the word. If you're interested in dark fantasy, check out my Hollowverse series. Ashes is available now in paperback and ebook on Amazon and audiobook on Audible. And the sequel is underway. I'm Iona Wayland, and I'll see you next time.